They're fighting, fighting behind me. Oh my oh god. My they, they still think it's the wrestling episode. Holy shit. The cats are going bananas. They're not going bananas. Alright, are you ready for real? <sighs> Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I am one of your hosts, Mike. I'm your other host, Morgan. Hey there, Morgan. Bermuda, Bahama, <laughs> come on, pretty mama. It's very hot today, and I am... Morgan is sitting in her bathing suit as no, we record. Guys, don't get any sexy ideas. Rest assured that I am wearing a child's husky-sized uh, board short that are inspired by the Ice Cream Museum, so I'll leave that up to your imaginations. They're pretty great. They have sprinkles on them. Uh, they're the best thing I've ever purchased in my life. It was so a good decision, definitely. Shout out to Target. So what are we watching this week, Morgan? I eat, uh, uh, Hold on. What did you say you wanted to watch? I said I wanted to watch sci-fi. Right. So I thought this would be a good time to break out the old DVD of Invasion. Surely we don't mean a DVD. A DVD, a digital video disc. Oh, retro um, day. I bought this pretty much specifically for the show because uh, it was a show that I always wanted to watch when it was on and I never did. And now here's an opportunity for us to watch it. Um, it's a, <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, people who put their blood, sweat and tears into that program. Well, so this is not, uh, this will be the case of kind of audience, well, actually, this would basically be a case of network pulled the plug, because um, audiences seem to like it, and critics liked it, pretty much, and it's on a lot of lists of shows that uh, people say, like, hey, this show was canceled too soon, bring it back. Reboot it. Reboot uh, it. So what's the deal with the show, and what was it on, and what was it on, and who's in it? So it was on ABC, and it aired in 2005. And it was the follow-up to Lost, like the this in the time slot after Lost. Oh, uh, okay. Do you not understand what that means? No, I understand now. Okay. I was I I was thinking that it was the like Lost was yeah. over in the follow-up, but you're saying it's the show that came on after. Yeah, sorry, Lost. it doesn't have anything to do with Lost. It's not a spinoff uh, or anything. Okay. It just That's is more clear now. The show that came on that after murky. Lost. And so they had huge expectations for it because they wanted it to retain all of Lost's Viewership. seventeen million viewers. Um, and it started off okay. It started off like pulling in like most of the lost audience, but then every week it started to dwindle and dwindle and ended up about half of lost audience, which is still like 9 million viewers or something. It's not like nothing. It was mm -hmm. still popular. Um, but it wasn't enough for them to keep going. Also, apparently it had, uh, a, a hurricane in its plot in some way. I'm not sure. But oh, it happened Katrina, right, at, right as August 2005. Yeah, so they had to pull all their advertising for Yikes. it. Um, so that didn't help. Um, Good job, Mother Nature. But it, it lasted one full season, 22 episodes on ABC, aired at 10 p.m. Who in this? There's not a lot of people that I know. Uh, William Fitchner is the main That's character. Yeah, you'll recognize him. He's another one of these character actors that pops up in everything. The thing I always think of him in, he's in Go with Katie Holmes. He plays, he plays like the big, like he plays like the bad guy in it. I Doesn't just remember matter. a bunch of white people. He's he's a bad guy looking white guy. You'll see him and you'll be like, oh yeah, the guy always plays the bad guy and stuff. But he's the main character in this. He's a cool guy. He's a cool actor. I like him. He's a cool guy. I know. We're buds. <laughs> BFFs. Um, as for other people in it, I don't know who any of these people are. Also starring Eddie Chibber, Chibberan? Chibberan? With a C? Carrie, I'm going to need you to spell that for Carrie me. Carrie Matchett. Lisa Sheridan. 
Oh, Tyler Labine? Not Tyler Labine. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's from uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. He's one that's not oh, Alan Tudyk. Okay. Okay. He also had, he has like a show on Hulu. Oh yeah, the about ghost smoking one. Weed. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, it's ghost. It's but he's it's called Deadbeat. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like yeah. a he's like a pothead that solves ghost crimes. I need to get on that. Yeah, I think Chevy recommended that after we did the Ghost Whisperer episode. It's like Ghost Whisperer esque. Anyway, um, it's created by Sean Cassidy, who is the brother of David Cassidy. Is that real? Yeah. He was an actor when he was a kid, and he was in The Hardy Boys Mysteries. And he was also in Breaking Away, a coming-of-age movie from the early 80s. Um, I'm just learning this right now, reading it on <laughs> on Wikipedia. We and do lots of research for this show. That's the level of excitement you'll get out of Mike at any given point. Um, so we're saying this is an alien invasion, I assume, based right. off of the titular invasion. Yeah, I'm guessing it's like a invasion of the body snatchers kind of deal. I, I honestly don't know what the plot of the show is. So yeah, what do you want to guess? What's your guesses? I'm going to say one Edgar suit. Okay, so men in black, a men, a, a men in black style Edgar suit. Edgar suit. Got it. What are you going to give me? B- expand on that. What do you mean? Like somebody that's trying to look human, but no, isn't they're going to, they're going to, yeah, they're going to put on somebody else's flesh and it's just not going to work out for them. Okay. It sounds hard to pull off in a non comedic way. No, I want it though. I don't think the show that's is funny. what I want though. I, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a body snatchers kind of deal where I think it's like a small town and they, somebody, like one person figures out that there's aliens or one person sees that there's, aliens maybe that or maybe there's a government kind of deal where they come in and are trying to figure out what's going on uh, to contain it yeah uh, yeah or i think yeah there's like one government official that's gonna come in and they're Could gonna be, be a, a handsome man and then they're gonna have a partner with them that is a skeptical doctor oh it's just and gonna be the x-files they're gonna have to deal with the a man who smokes marijuana sticks uh okay uh, so, yeah, but I think I think we probably won't see aliens. I think they'll all be like in human form, and they're yeah, trying to figure it out. Yeah, but I think there's going to be some sort of tell, like the thing. Oh yeah, maybe they maybe it's like they are look and sound normal, except they always have one hair sticking up on their head. Mm-hmm. Or these are from the planet of Alpha Alpha. They can't quite get the noses right, so there's always mm. some weird twitching, like Samantha from Bewitched, or. I mean, we've all seen the videos on YouTube. These are going to be reptilians. Yep. Um, so we're going to get the sideways blinking, just like most of our government officials. Am I right? Mm-hmm. What else right. do they? What else are on those videos? On um, those particular videos? Yeah, on the reptile man vi- videos. Uh, what else do they do? Like sometimes their eyes turn different colors or something. Yeah, they they yeah. It's mostly eye based. Um, sometimes <laughs> is there any very tongues like long no spike tongues. I think well, like on the shitty versions of those videos, but the more compelling on the ones, real ones, the real videos, it's right. more eye based. And then sometimes their their faces kind of morph a little bit, like they're trying to stay in the shape that they're supposed to be taking. Oh yeah, on. isn't that one like where like sometimes like for for a second they'll turn like a weird different face and yeah. then it'll switch back. Uh, like Obama. Right. Tell me about it. All right. Um, okay. So, what are some like tropes we're going to expect from this show? I mean, it's got to be nobody believes the main character, right? Okay. Like yeah. he's like, "There's yeah. aliens." And Chicken little like, situation. Like, no, there's not. You crazy bastard. That was a really good line read. They should have. No, you uh, aren't. You crazy you. bastard. Uh, I want. I want a grumpy sheriff who is just getting too old for this shit. Yeah, that's important. 
grumpy sheriff. How about a prodigious child who's okay. figuring who's figuring stuff out when the adults can't? Okay, yeah, yeah, a tri- yeah. Single mom, mm-hmm. single mom's not seeing, but yeah, might this kid. may or may not be autistic. Okay, a real on the spectrum somewhere. Uh, Mercury rising situation here. Gotta be. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, do we think? I think there's going to be a hot lady who we learn is uh, a reptilian. Oh, Hot oh! Do you reptilian. think are are we going to be let in on some secrets that the cast that the that the protagonists don't know? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think are, we're gonna is get. this going to be like uh, like half of the half of our our characters are humans and half of them are aliens? Yes. Like, uh, I mean, you haven't seen it, but like the Americans. You've watched the Americans? Yeah, I've seen like the first two seasons of the Americans. Did I know this? I don't know. I watch everything. <laughs> but people say to watch the Americans, and I thought we would watch the Americans together. Oh, I don't think we're that... we're gonna table this shit. We're gonna talk about this later. Okay. Because then I I learned yesterday that you watched Black Panther without me. We've got okay, whatever. You never right, have you know time what, to watch stuff. I'll watch every. I'll watch anything twice if you want to watch it. But... I expect it's gonna be a small town. I'm I'm gonna. I expect... also definitely told you I watched the Americans when I was watching it. I'm Back just letting, to I'm what just we're saying. doing right now. Also, I wasn't the matter. Fan. I thought it was kind of boring. Um, Jesus I just, we just lost half of our listeners because I said I don't like the Americans. Okay, small town flannel. I want flannel everywhere. I'm expecting at least four characters with flannel. Okay, four characters flannel, <laughs> which is my new Hulu Band series. Name? Oh, four characters flannel. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to get canceled. I think maybe we'll do it on this show. Well, fine. I'll just make that into an improv troupe. Uh, also good. Ping ponged to you. Uh, let's say. There is going to be um, uh, kind of psychic powers on the on yeah. the yeah, alien yeah. side. Psychic powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They can read. My, yeah, they're definitely reading minds. Did Absolutely. You, did you watch Roswell? I didn't. Okay, I'm wondering if it'll be like Roswell in any way. Is Roswell after? No, Roswell's before. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's say one more for each. I'm gonna say there's gonna be a golden retriever. Okay, and good the golden call, retriever actually. is the one who's going to be will bark at the reptilian. Is it going to be like at the beginning of Goosebumps, and his eyes will glow green? Uh, I don't think this. No, it's going to be just a regular boring Earth dog. Or are you going to say human dog? I was going to say human dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and one more for me. Yeah. For our guesses on Stick things the that will be in invasion. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. Spaceship, right? Okay. Gotta be. Yeah, I guess. Once again, UFO? this is the second week in a row where you've given I've given you an opportunity where I've like really set the bar really, really high for something just out there, and then you just decide to kind of listen. Do like I'm, this, mean, I'm in this it to win it. I want to curb. get the most right. I don't care about making people laugh. I'm not. I'm not here to amuse people. I'm not a clown. Hey guys, I'm going to be starting my own podcast. You can follow me at farmclown.com. Um, all right. And we got our lineup here. What else do we want to talk about before cool. we just jump into it and I, turn back on the air conditioning because it's fucking hot? I will say that uh, another issue that this show encountered was that it came out the same exact year, same exact time as two other shows that are very similar. Uh, one was Threshold, which was a show that we talked about. Uh, Never heard of it. You have because we talked about it on this show. Uh, it came out, uh, uh, it was the show that followed Ghost Whisperer. It's with Carla Gugino. It's a, oh, like a, yeah. 
more like a uh, X Files kind of thing, where it's like there are government agents and they're oh, yeah, yeah, figuring yeah. out what's going on. I don't know exactly what it is because I still might want to do it for the show. Um, and then the other one's called Surface, uh, which is another, I believe, alien themed show starring Lake Bell when she was like mm-hmm. really young. And uh, I think it's about like water aliens, maybe like the Abyss. I'm not sure. All of them got canceled after one season, and all of them kind of have a reputation of like, oh, that was a cool show. Why did it get canceled after one year? So it seems like it just like was bad timing for all the shows, even though they probably could have been pretty pretty decent. Um, I'm kind of excited for this. Like I said, I, I've been wanting to watch it for since th- since 2005. Uh, I don't know why I didn't watch it at the time, but it seems like it could be fun. I like alien shows it's supposed to be scary of the three it's supposed to be the one that's like a little bit more horror than just straight sci-fi which seems i guess i guess lost has its moments would you say of horror not Mm. horror but like of suspense yeah but it's really it's not like i wouldn't i would never consider it like a scary that just seems like a weird direction for abc well it's sci-fi in nature aliens i don't know they probably thought it would be a good like a similar audience even though maybe not might not be a similar show it's weird too because i feel like we have just spent the last 15 years doing alien shit and these things go in cycles you think that they would have been like well let's let's move on to something else oh you're saying like because the 90s were so saturated with alien yeah. stuff and now well maybe they were trying to bring it back at that point it would have been like kind of at the end of the alien cycle so maybe they were trying to bring it back Hmm. But maybe they failed. Well, let's see. Has there been an alien show recently? Do we need to bring aliens back? I think we still can wait. I think there are some other things. I think Shamira's haven't had their chance. I've been really lobbying for Shamira's to have their own storylines. Shamira's? Shamira? Chimera's? I think it's Shamira. I think it's Chimera. Okay, people write in. Nerds, listen up. Uh, We haven't had that. What is that? Um, Is this like a lion monster? No, it's it's like it doesn't have to be a lion. It's like multiple animals put together. Oh, just like any. Yeah, but, but like several, a griffin. Se- a griffin is a chimera. Right, Griffin chimera. McElroy. Griffin McElroy. Shout out, uh, Island Boy himself. That's um, Justin. What are you talking about? Oh, just kidding. Um, those haven't had a chance to see their day in the sun or hell. Um, what else? What else hasn't been given their due? Um. What are those things called that I, I love? Know. Speaking of YouTube videos, Duende. Oh. Everybody, fucking stop doing what you're doing right now. Well, don't because you're no. listening to our podcast. No, pause it. I need you to pause it. I need you to go onto YouTube. I You'll need have you to, to wait until we finish these instructions, though. Yeah. Okay. No, first. Keep listening for listen. right now. We'll let you know when to pause it. Listen to me. You're going to go onto YouTube. Step one. Type in YouTube.com. And then there's going to be a search bar at the top of the page. I need you to click into that. Get your cursor in there. From there, I need you to type in D as in dog, U-E-N-D as in dog, E. <laughs> and I need you to look at all the Duende video- videos because they're the best things. They're so predictable. Once you've seen one, you're going to know the setup, the rest of these videos. But they never cease. They don't, like, they don't depreciate. They never cease. They never cease. They're going to continue. They keep coming They keep coming, coming in. And they do because every year there is a new compilation Do you want to explain what it is? I don't They're think like, I want to. No. Oh, you have to. I, if I was listening, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at Okay, so Duendes, from what I've, I've done, no research. This is just off of watching these videos. From what I understand, they are um, little fairy-like creatures. Not fra- fairy. They're like They're like tiny gnomes. little people. They're gnomes, basically. They're like, um, I think it's mostly in Mexico. It might be in South America, all over the place. But 
mostly in Central America, they're little tr gnome kind of creatures that, from what I've learned from these videos, just seem to be in the living room of a house while young teenage boys are playing soccer mm -hmm. in their living room and then it just runs out and then all the boys run away screaming and that's just the premise of every single one of these videos yeah they never they're even do entertaining anything. as shit they just run past the camera and that's all that they ever do like i think they're just trying to get exercise on like flip honestly. phones and it's choice. anyway go check that out we're gonna watch invasion <laughs> we'll be right back hopefully with an amazing show having been watched by us and being super psyched about that was, it. That was really This good. is me. This is me You're uh, doing predicting a good the job. future. You're doing I'm predicting the future job. right now. Uh, after this little break, I'm going to come back and say, I love this show. I'm going to keep watching it. That's what I'm going to say. Hey, Mike, you're Mark these words. I love this show. I'm going to keep watching okay, it. Invasion FTW. Hashtag winning. Bit over. Yesterday. My niece Rose got lost in the storm that night. She saw something incredible. Thousands of lights. Did you see the lights? I miss mommy. She's right there, Rose. No, she's not. What is wrong with you? I saw a bunch of lights in the sky last night. Can you keep a secret, honey? I saw them too. They're watching everything. Zepto. And we're back. What did I say I was going to say when we come back? You're just going to get into the description of the show. And then gradually uh, we would peel back the layers of the onions, I think is what you said. And then you said... I think I said I was going to say this show is awesome and I super want to keep watching it. That's what I think I said something along those lines. Okay, well, can we do what we normally do, though? Okay. Because... That would be a spoiler alert, and we didn't give them a... Sp I guess we did give them a spoiler alert. I did. Alert. I said that's what I was going to say. I won't, I'll leave it. We'll see. Maybe I liked it. Maybe I didn't. We'll see. I'll leave He's, you in suspense. I mean, the, you're making me into a liar, because I said I was going to say something, but... For the listeners at home, uh, he is winking dramatically at me. Um, okay, let's get into it. All right. So this was a TV show that we watched This was a show television. on television. Uh... How does it open crazy. up? How does this show open up? Uh, we are on a military plane. Aeroplane. Uh, it's so these. I, I'm not entirely sure. I guess maybe this is a thing that normally happens. I don't know. Um, airplanes. Airplanes. Yeah, it's yep. pretty normal. That's kind of crazy to me. How, how do they how, stay up there? How? What? It's so the heavy. Deal? Um, so this uh, there's an aeroplane that is uh, flying directly into the eye of a hurricane. Mm -hmm. In the eye of a hurricane. That's for it's my ham heads. Eye of the tiger. I was doing Hamilton. It's the hurricane. This is my bit now. Um, and they're going into this eye to drop some sort of weather balloon type deal. Um, but as they go into the eye, there is a shit ton of little lights that are like floating into the water and then kind of burst out like a firework. Mm -hmm. But huge, like so many like lights. thousands of lights. Like so many lights. From there, we smash cut to the Homestead, most, Florida. Uh, the most boring white lead actor I've ever seen in my life. I actually think he's Hispanic. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's just a handsome guy. Yeah, he just, he looks like just your run of a meal. You would look at him on the street and be like, you act. Um, he, it, we're clearly 
we're in full preparation for a hurricane that's about to hit. Um, his this our lead character's name is Russ. He is a Everglades park ranger. Yeah, at first I thought he was a cop, but later it became clear that he's some sort of park ranger. Yeah, because his ex wife makes something snarky about picking acorns. Yes. Why she can't get a hold of him. Okay. So he's going around to the different uh, outposts and making sure that everything's locked up before the storm hits. Uh, we see. Because uh, there's, there's a, yeah, it's a huge hurricane. Huge hurricane's about to hit because why? Florida. I don't know why people live there. Um, <laughs> hey, Florida fans. Uh, in fact, I wrote down, of course it's Florida. Well, yeah, um, I mean, it makes sense. That's where a hurricane would most likely happen. Or that aliens would happen. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, so Russ, we learn is a good guy in this opening scene with him because there is a single, not a single mother, but a mother there with her young child at the outpost post and they're being urged to move along to go to a shelter. They're staying put because the child wants to wait for their dad because they're supposed to meet up with their dad there. But our, our hero lead guy uh, goes into the back of his office and pulls out a tiny little turtle and puts this little turtle boy in charge of this turtle. And that this <laughs> he's turtle, a turtle boy. <laughs> he's a turtle boy. It basically, it just shows that like this guy's genuinely caring about these people. Yeah. It's a save the turtle just, moment. Yeah. It was a total save the turtle. Classic. Classic. They, turtle. I mean, film students, can we get past this? But that turtle was pretty cute. It was very tiny. It was a very baby turtle, and it was very cute because the little boy was like, "Okay, I'm I'm ready to go onto the shelter so I can so I can protect this turtle, not you know my life and the life of my mother." Um, so we go from there to Exposition City. Yeah, so there's a lot of characters <laughs> on this show, so it takes a good 20 minutes to get through just people setting up who they are. We get so the lead guy is Russ. He is now married to Larkin, <laughs> is her name? Uh, I, I genuinely didn't catch it. I kept waiting for it. Her name is, yes, yeah, apparently, yes, her Larkin, name is Larkin. which is ridiculous. We learn that they're together in a moment where he turns on a TV to check in on the weather, and there is a reporter there, and you get a knowing look in his eye, and you're like, oh, he's with that lady. And then we get a her. Uh, so he's with this reporter, who seems very nice. Um, we learn that he is divorced. He has two children. Do we want to like go beat by beat? Yeah, or? I don't know. Cause the, the, I guess we can just set up all the characters. Cause yeah, it's so much. Cause going through it in order is probably going to be too confusing. It's just a, a bunch of different, a series of events that lead to us figuring out the relationships between all these different characters yeah, for, the, for the first like half of the show, which is fine. It's a big cast. It takes a while to get through everybody for us to know them. Um, we don't get our titles until like halfway through the 20 show, 20 minutes into the show. It was pretty crazy, which was bananas. I was like, at this point, just wait. Hey guys, just wait. Yeah. Just put it all at the end. Um, so yeah, uh, who's now played by another kind of, so Larkin's played by a boring white actress that I didn't recognize from anything. Yeah. I don't know who she is. Uh, Russ has, uh, two children, one who I definitely seen that kid in something. It's Evan Peters. He's from all the American horror story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to be like, he's more handsome, Michael Sarah. <laughs> he's like a big a big actor now. Yeah. Uh, but so, he's like a teenager. This is probably one of his first things, I would assume, unless he was a child actor. I don't know. So 
Um, and then he has a daughter named Rose who's pretty adorable. Yeah, she's precocious. super adorable, super precocious, and I think that she should count for. Yeah, I was going to give you a point for she doesn't child. necessarily have any kind of uh, premonitions or anything, but you get the she's vibe seeing that shit's going down. And you get the, the vibe that she's seeing it. more. Yeah, yeah, than the adults. The adults so, aren't paying attention. One point to her. for me. Um, we get introduced to her because she's standing out in the middle of this rainstorm, calling for Carlita. Her cat, which uh, I need, think needs to go in the books, is the greatest name for a cat ever. It's pretty good. Carlita is solid. Um, we learn that... It's also like... I mean, it's a hurricane, so it's like crazy pouring yeah. rain. Like, this child should not be outside. I'll, I was going to say that this whole opening really reminded me of Twister. Like, yeah. the whole vibe. Yeah. I mean, it definitely reminds me of... I mean, obviously, it's a natural disaster, but all of those natural disaster movies from the like mid to late 90s had the very... that. Like, there's a specific vibe that those movies have. I mean, Twister's the one that I relate to most, but, like, we watched Dante Speak recently has kind of a similar kind yeah, of... Yeah, there's a sense of urgency, but... Or, and a sense of, I guess, agency. Mm-hmm. But it feels... if But you want to be... You want to, like, have a chance to breathe in this world a little bit. Like, they're setting it up really well. Yeah. Uh, and we're moving quickly. Uh, we learn that Russ is his ex-wife is like the lead doctor at a hospital that is also in preparation to uh, get patients to safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's Mariel. Mariel, who looked familiar to me. Uh, I don't know if she just uh, she just looks like other actresses. Yeah, which is of- a blonde white lady. Um, she's kind of a bitch. Um, we I learned- guess. Why do you think she's a bitch? Uh, because she didn't trust Russ to... We'll get into it. Okay, go ahead. Because she's... No, anyway. Um, and then nah, we learn... She's not anybody. I just checked. Okay. Sorry. She's, I mean, she's a TV actress. She's in lots of TV. You're somebody to me. Um, what's that? the bad guy's name? William Fitchner. He, we learn, is now with Muriel. They're married. He's the sheriff of this here town. Mm-hmm. He's not grumpy, and he's not too old for this shit, and we'll get into why. No, but he is a definitely a William Fitchner character. His name is Tom, and he seems shady from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah this is perfect casting It's him. good, yeah. Um, okay, so we're all getting prepped. Uh, the kids are left in the care of Larkin's younger brother, who's my favorite character thus far. It's Dave, played by Tyler Labine, and he is the character that thinks the aliens are real yeah, yeah, from, he's... from the bat before even anything happens. He's like, I love aliens, conspiracy theories. He's, he's our eyes into this world. And we open on him... Abandoning his little brothers and sisters, half brothers and sisters, or stepbrothers and sisters, niece and nieces and nephews. Yeah, nieces. Sorry, and nephews. yes. Uh, to go get some beers. Which I was like, if I'm going to be trapped in a storm, yeah, there absolutely needs to be alcohol there. Yeah, I'm he's like, on this what the guy's fuck? side. Like, we didn't stock up on beers before yeah. this. What's going on, guys? We're not going to make it through without a little with uh, him. Without some Coors Light. You guys can babysit yours. I mean, well, I mean, the kid, I forget, Jesse. Jesse. Mm, Jesse. Uh, the teenage boy, uh, he's old enough to watch that little girl. Yeah, and but it's a hurricane. Himself. It's not just like he's leaving at a random time. This is kind of dangerous. When Jesse gets older, he'll realize. <laughs> and maybe, but he ends up not going because the the kids put a guilt trip on him. Yeah, to stay. So, and, and then the doctor lady uh, calls. To make yeah. sure that he's watching them. So Dave's put in charge of uh, Russ and Muriel's kids. Um, Jesse, the teenager, is doing preparations to get the house all reinforced, um, putting boarding up the windows and whatnot. Um, Russ is still not home. He's trying to get home. 
Um, yes, their mom, Muriel, is calling the house constantly to find out when the hell her ex-husband is going to be there with their children. Then we have Tom going to pick up his daughter from her high, high school. school. Yeah. Um, we get a little bit of an introduction to her. Uh, so another teen character, probably this teen girl and the teen boy are going to yeah, have a there, thing at some point, I'm was, assuming. They were definitely alluding to her having some uh, doe eyes for the teenage boy, which made me uncomfortable. Why? Because now they're technically brother and sister. Are they? Yeah. Through marriage. Through marriage, but still. Yeah. It's a real Brady Brunch. That, Brady Brunch? Oh, I could oh, really man, go for I some want Brady brunch, brunch right now. <laughs> I want a mimosa. All right, moving on. Uh, okay, yeah. So the storm is hitting. Russ finally gets to the house. Muriel shows up because she's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Larkin is still not home yet. Muriel wants to check in quickly on her kids before she heads home to bad guy sheriff dude. And guess what? What? Rose is missing. Yep. She took off. She's looking for that goddamn cat. You know, Carlita's really cute, though. So I get it. So yeah. So Rose is gone. Um, Muriel's like, see, this is what happens when I leave you in charge of my children. And Russ is like, uh, whoa, whoa, bitch. Pump the brakes. These are our children. I'm concerned about their safety, too. Um, so Russ takes off to go find Rose, uh, tries to get Muriel to go home. And then Jesse, the teenager, is like, mom, you need to fucking cool it. You need to go home, too. And, like, Muriel's really hurt by this, that her kid is telling her to get the fuck out of there. But she is kind of being... She's being overbearing. Yeah. Like, these are grown people. They can fucking deal with these children. Even though, bad timing. Rose is now missing. So, (laughs) Russ takes off. Um, Dave is left in charge with Jesse to get the house boarded up. Larkin finally gets there. And then her freaking door of her car almost flies off. It's crazy. The effects in this are, I mean, with the lights and the the airplane, not so good. The CGI the, stuff is the not CG great. The CGI stuff isn't good, but the it's practical 2005 effects. TV. You can't expect it to be. It's fine for, for those expectations. Yeah. But the production of the production show is movie is, quality. Is movie quality. That's yeah. the whole time I was like, this could be a movie. Yeah. Especially from 2005. I was not taking a lot of notes, just like little beat notes and because I was so And it's really well directed. It. Directive. It's really well... Mm, it's really well directed. It has a lot of like um, moving panning shots, mm-hmm. a lot of kinetic energy th- with the camera movements and stuff. Like it's directed like a movie. It yeah. really is. Anyway, going back to the story. Uh, so, uh, right. Yep. They're looking for Rose. Uh, Russ is... Russ finds out that Rose is missing, so he goes out into the woods, and apparently he's, you know, a forest ranger, so he knows his way around or something. And by um, the woods, we mean... The marsh? What is it called? The, the forest? Those, nope. What is it called? There is a name for it. Swamp. It swamp. is a swamp. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, I guess it's a swamp, but yeah. it's but it's not like a, there's solid ground that he's running through and stuff. It's not like all watery. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. I don't know, live in Florida. I don't know what you call stuff. Um, but so he, f- we, we go to Rose and Rose f- comes a con- up, upon a clearing of a big lake, swamp, marsh, whatever water. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she sees all those lights going into the water, the lights that we saw at the beginning of the show going down into the water. Then she gets saved by Russ. Yeah. Cause she like falls backwards a little bit. Yeah. She falls into, into like a, a big ditch. hole or whatever. Yeah. Russ picks her up, gets her in the car. We find out Carlita, that dumb bitch. Has been in his truck. The whole time. The whole motherfucking time. Rose almost died for you, you stupid cat. I mean, that's just so typical. Um, And we get that classic moment where the audience is on edge because he's, Russ is driving and reprimanding 
bros lightly with love. Um, but he's driving in this crazy storm and he keeps looking over at her and you're like, what the fuck is he going to hit? He's definitely going to get into a car accident right now. Yep. And sure enough, some like, they run into like a stop sign or something and it yeah, flips something red and then it flips the car over. And it, again, like this is like a movie quality stunt. Like that yeah. car wreck is crazy. It's practical. And then that after all of that is when we get our credits. Finally. Yes. So we introduce all of the characters have a huge hurricane scene all kinds of crazy stuff happening and now we get our opening credits yeah so it's now the next day uh storm is cleared out you can see just nothing but devastation and yeah. then, like through and clearly watching this episode you're like of course they had problems airing this show oh yeah so quickly after katrina it just is it would be way too raw it's a bad time they probably should have just pushed it to be a, a winter show or whatever. No, definitely. Because it's like throughout the show, we don't need to really get into it too much, but they too, they are giving glimpses into, it's not just like we're hearing about it. We're actually like on a street where there's a mother out there with her baby just looking distraught. And then there are some houses that are completely destroyed and some that are fine. And everyone's kind of in the middle of the street, just looking so dazed. Yeah, it's like a disaster movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so the next day, uh, we find Russ and Rose and Carlita somehow all survived in their truck turned over and the National Guard are coming through and they get them out and get them onto the back of the truck and get them back to the house where we learn that, uh, Dave and Jesse and Larkin are okay. They're all good. And we and learn that, here. That Larkin is Prager's. And how do we find out? From some heavy-handed exposition of her looking down at her tummy. Well, him putting his hand on her tummy yeah, and her looking, looking very pointedly. Like, like, yeah, it's okay. The baby's alive. In my tummy. All through the power of face acting. That's right. Real good face acting and hand acting. But um, this is pretty much the end of our heavy-handed exposition. I think that that, I mean, it's necessary for the, for the characters to be set up. But it is like a lot of exposition at the at the top. Yeah, I, well, there's one thing that we should circle back to real quick. Okay. Uh, in the car with uh, what's his name? I'm never going to remember his name. William Fitchner. William Fitchner. His name is Tom up. on the show. Okay, so Tom's picking up. Tom the sheriff is picking up his daughter from school. She's talking about a little bit. I mean, she's a passe teenager, so she's just kind of passively being like, "I hope this doesn't turn out to be a really terrible time and we don't die," and. <laughs> William Fitchner kind of just stares off into the middle distance and goes, I think it's going to be okay tonight. Like, we get a glimpse into he knows something that's about to go right. down. We keep getting hints from him that he knows more than what's going on. And earlier, Tyler Labine says that he heard that it's a smokescreen cooked up by the military for that that's what's going on. The hurricane isn't real. It just is like being setups to cover up something else that's going on yeah. yeah uh so everyone gets back to the house and then william fitchner shows up at the house and we learn that muriel is missing she did not make it home uh, after her confrontation with jesse yeah and then he's like hey hey you little shit did you tell your mom to go out into the he storm didn't do it like that but he i i guess he was kind of but he is he is like ready to lay a guilt trip on this little teen kid for telling yeah. his mom to go back out in the storm but yeah luckily russ is I, like we hey, told her to go home well, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. But Russ takes the credit. He's like, hey, it was me. Don't blame the kid or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but again, we get a little taste of Tom being like, mm, this guy doesn't seem like such a nice dude. He maybe doesn't seem human. Uh, so Tom gets a radio to, um, from his people saying that they found a car that matches Muriel. So they, he and Russ and Jesse go rushing out to go find Muriel. Uh, they find the car and then after a minute or two of wandering the Everglades, they find a clearing, the same clearing, I believe, where we saw the lights. 
Um, and Muriel's naked ass body is out in the middle of this marsh. Yep. Um, and that kid is looking at his naked mom, and I was like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> well, <laughs> and probably thinking she's dead. Yeah, she's I like, know, but I was just thinking that also. But she's not dead. We're they not do gonna, some. We're going to table that discussion for another time. They do some CPR, mm-hmm. and she comes back to life. But yeah, there's something. She's different. a little bit off. She doesn't quite recognize her son. Yeah, William Fitchner has to be like, "That's Jesse." This is Jesse. <laughs> remember? And then she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally yeah. know. I know what's going on. I know. Yeah, damn. Uh, what's Jesse. up? What's up, Jesse? What up, boo?" Um, and then as, so William Fetchner picks her up and covers her up, uh, to take her to the hospital. And there's a nice slow down pan of, uh, Muriel and Russ locking eyes. And Russ is like, mm, I've seen, I know this woman very well. And there's something that's not right. the same it's inside of her. Right. Uh, are you getting it? Are you getting it? It's uh, good. It's not. That. No, no, it's not. It's not like over the top or anything. Um, we have then we have Tyler Labine and Rose or Dave and Rose uh, hanging out together, and Rose says, "Did you see the lights?" And Tyler Labine is like a super conspiracy nut, and so of course immediately he's like, "What lights? What are you talking about? What's going on? Wow, so about alien lights? lights? Are you talking about alien lights?" And she's like, "Yeah." Well, yeah, there were super alien lights. And so then they go off on their own side this quest. This irresponsible adult takes this young child who's got to be like six or seven out onto a uh, what is fan, it boat. fan boat into uh, without letting any of her parents know what's going on. Um, but yeah, he takes her out on the fan boat and they come across something shiny in the water. And he's like, oh, what's this? And then he says, oh, it looks like a piece of a boat. But probably this is going to be like a spaceship or something, right? That's what we're thinking. Mm, no, not Might necessarily. Might just be a piece of a boat that he found. Uh, or an uh, airplane or something. Or an airplane. But um, then he finds... He goes to pull... Uh, sk- sk- skeleton! Yeah, he's like pulling on the piece of metal and there's like fishing line. And then as he's pulling up on the fishing line, there's a human skeleton. And he's like, oh shit, I should, probably shouldn't have a little girl along with me for finding skeletons. Yeah. So he's like, all right, that's it. No, nothing else to see here. Time to go home. And he takes her back. So at least he was responsible enough not to be like, whoa, what is this dead human being here, little girl? So while Dave and Rose are out on the boat, uh, Larkin, for some reason, takes William Fichtner, Fichtner's daughter, uh-huh. I, whose name I didn't catch. Uh, it's something weird. I'll find it. Go ahead. I don't know what's going on with these. Anyway, uh, she takes her, Larkin takes her with her when she has to go out and reports from, like, disaster sites. I don't know why that the teenage daughter couldn't have just stayed there with Rose and Dave. It doesn't make any doesn't sense. Matter. But we do get a good moment of... Her name is um, Kira. Kira. Um, hey, like from Solo. Um <laughs> Probably not spelled the same way. Definitely not spelled the same. Uh, so, Kira, we'll get a little backstory on her. We learned that her mom died. Um, but one of the things that was very comforting to her is watching TV. Because right. she learns she wants she wants to be on TV because it's a nice distraction for people in distress. But specifically, her dad tells her that TV distracts people from the truth. And she takes this to mean, like, in a good way. Yeah. Like, and then the Larkin is like, what? What, what, are, you, what, what are you talking about? What truth is being distracted from, Right, Kira? and she's just like, you know, just the truth or whatever. And, and you're like, oh, dang. It's Fitchner, dude. He's bad news. But then he, then we cut to him being like, to whoever, I guess, the military people. He's like, we got to quarantine this place. Oh, yeah, yeah. He needs we to- super need to quarantine this place. And they're like, really? It doesn't seem like anything that crazy happened. And he's like, 
fucking quarantine the shit yeah. out of this place. And we're we like, okay, he definitely knows something's up. I don't know what, I don't know why he specifically would want to quarantine the place, but he's all about it. Yeah, and because uh, Muriel's the lead doctor, she's fine. She survives. Uh, but he convinces her uh, while she's in, in a wheelchair in the middle of this hospital, still recovering from her crazy experience, um, convinces her to say, yes, as the lead doctor of this hospital, we need to quarantine uh, the city with the mayor there. Um, from there, we go. We go to, to like a bar where... Uh What's his name? Russ is watching TV and he sees that there's like another survivor that they found. Oh, or is that at their house? I think that's at their house. That's not at their house. Uh Yeah. Right? Uh, No, I'm pretty sure he's at a bar. He's at like, or a restaurant or something. Because doesn't, uh, what's her face walk up behind him? Who? Uh, Larkin. Yeah, but like they're, I don't know if they're out at a bar for some reason. No, because then he takes him out into the garage. Dave takes him out into the garage. Really? Do they just have a house that looks like a bar? Because like she's a got huge... like she's got like candles and everything everywhere, and she's she's lighting one more candle that she's setting down. All right, we'll say it's a house, but in my mind, it's a bar. Okay. Um, on TV, he sees that there's a priest that got found also in the swamp, and he's also acting pretty weird. Yeah, he was submerged. They said for 16 hours, which is bananas, but he managed to walk away. But yeah, there's like a total, very like creepy, dead eye. Like, What's going on? Uh, Who are you people? Um, but he's not a ghost. He's definitely not a ghost. That is that is a different show. Um, so I don't remember exactly what Larkin and Russ talk about uh, it here. Doesn't matter. It but doesn't then matter. he goes Dave to the garage. Shows up. He Dave goes to the garage shows up. with Dave, and Dave's like, well, "Listen up, motherfucker! You got to see some crazy shit I got in the garage." So he pops open his the trunk to his car, and clearly he went back to the swamp to pick up the body. But the body, the skeleton, is like encased in this crazy uh, exoskeleton thing. Yeah, it's like these like spikes that are going into the body. It's yeah, cool. It's, it's pretty gnarly. It's and great. Really well done. Yeah, it looks um, awesome. It's very effective. And uh, Dave's like, I got to go back out there tonight, and I need you to come with me. And Russ takes a little bit of... Uh, well, because he, he says, dude, this is totally an EBE. Oh, yeah. An extraterrestrial biological entity. Yes. Um. So, yeah, he's a big nerd and there's probably good reason not to necessarily trust this guy and but dave is like he's pretty sold when he sees the actual skeleton and yeah. it's all like slimy and nasty and the fact that this guy uh, that russ is a, a naturalist or whatever yeah he that this is his life is he, like knowing the species that are in. he's a plant nerd we can just say it well and and i'm sure an animal like knowing the flora and the fla- fauna of flora and the fauna i could really go for some <laughs> mm, i could go for right some fauna. <laughs> Uh, flora and fauna of the area. So this is something new that he's never seen before. Maybe this is some, you know, it piques his interest. Um, so they get out onto the, the, the fan boat and it's late at night and he's like, we gotta look for the lights. Dave's like, Russ, buddy, look here. I need you looking out for lights. And then Russ is like, what do you mean? The sky, you big nerd. And Dave's like, no, 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 bro. In the water, the fucking lights in the water. And then what happened? There's a light in the water. And then Russ is like, dude, it's probably just some bioluminescence from these, uh, water fish that mm-hmm. do that to, yes, uh, water fish that, uh, trademarked um that use it to lure their prey and yeah well because yeah, first he's like to attract people or it could be to lure your prey and this is a moment that genuinely i think you you and i both jumped i know i definitely jumped and morgan, scared the shit out of me morgan got pretty spooked um because, it jumps out of, it, it like 
grabs him. Because Dave is like leaning over the, the edge of the fan boat and then it, and the boom, the light just grabs him and pulls him into the water. Um, and, and Russ Ru- goes in there. Russ immediately dives in after him and heroically saves him. Which, if that were me, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. And then before, actually before that scene, but it doesn't matter. My kids. We, we have the scene with the the little kid in bed with his mom. And then he. Oh, no, and her. With her mom. Oh. Rose. Yeah, sorry. It's a little girl. Uh, she's in bed. Is it? Yeah, it must be because there's no little boy. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Um, she's in bed with her mom. And kind of, she's being kind of a creeper. We're kind of getting the creepy vibe off of her. Well, yeah, I mean, a little bit. But it's kind of understandable if you're seeing it from the point of view of this woman could have lost her life. And now she wants to be around her children. All right, listen, we know that she's an alien. Yeah, because the, the little girl looks up at her mommy and she, she says, Mommy, you smell different. And it's pretty chilling. And also, what the hell is the the layout of that house? Because we look across, it's like a Jack and Jill bathroom, maybe. Because then we see there's like a little bit of a hallway, an adjoining room where uh, William Fickner is sitting there on a on Oh, a yeah, bed and he's like watching us. them. And we're like, he knows what's up. He yeah. knows what's going on. He knew, he's, he's maybe in charge of all of this shit. Um, Next day, we're in the hospital. Uh, Dave ha- has been... They said that he was attacked by an alligator. I guess that's what Russ told the news, or he told Larkin that yeah. it was an alligator, because he's like, dude, that's like the only... Or crocodile. What's in Florida? I don't remember. Alligator. He's like, well, that's what people are going to believe. Like, let's not go start telling people about aliens just yet. And then, uh, what's her face? Blondie. Mariel. Mariel walks in, and she's... By the way, again, this is, what, a day after the fact that she was found? Yeah, she's, like, back to work. Back to work, and super put together. There's not a scratch on her. She looks absolutely flawless. Um, yeah, she, she's like taking a look at his bandages and she's like, oh, these are some pretty nasty, or judging by the, the size of the wounds. Yeah. Or like the teeth, the, the span of the teeth or what a bite This is a nasty gator. It could have swallowed you whole, buddy. And Russ is like, who told you it was a gator? Oh, you think it's an alligator? Oh, really? Um. I bet you do. You freaking alien scum. But she's got this kind of like Stepford Wives kind of, um, facade going where she's just got this kind of plastered small smile that doesn't seem very genuine the entire time oh and then Um, she says well what else could it be yeah uh and then she looks out the window and does she give a knowing glance to her husband to tom yeah when she does that and then she kind of gives him like a one minute thing like she's gonna Mm -hmm. be right out in one minute and tom is out there talking to somebody and like really reassuringly grabbing this guy's shoulders and the guy turns around and it's the same priest we saw it's the freaking alien priest what from there uh then we get uh oh so then they go to tom and mariel go to back to the swamp oh yeah, yeah, yeah and right. they're and he's like you did a great job the first days are the hardest baby he's like baby steps baby steps baby steps and then we do a little pan out and we see that the place where they found mariel in the water now has sprouted these big crazy flowers yeah and that's the end episode. end of the episode yeah so uh, what do you, do you want to do? Say what we thought about the Yeah, I think show? we should. Are, have we got to the spoilers part, if I can say if I liked it or not? Yes, you may now commence. Okay. I love this show, and I will super keep watching it. I, I thought this was great. 
uh, the entire time I was wholeheartedly invested. Like I was like, even the beginning is a little bit clunky because of the, all the exposition, but I, because of the tone of it and because of the production values, like we were saying, like I was still like, wow, this is an impressive TV show. I mean, obviously this is what they were following up or, or putting on right after Lost. So it was a big investment by ABC to for the show. Obviously they wanted to have another hit on their hands um, and it shows through the production, which might have been one of the reasons why it didn't work uh, for them. It might've just been too expensive. Yeah. But they didn't have to waste any money on big stars like Lost. Like this is just a bunch of kind of random people. Mm-hmm. William Fitchner is the biggest name and like that's not even a name. Most people wouldn't know him. Do we know it's Fitchner or Feichner? Uh, I guess it could be Feichner. We're just going to put that out there. I think I've heard people say it before though. Fitchner, okay. It might not be. If if we're wrong, hey, Billy Fitch, if yeah, you're listening, be dog. Uh, let us know. Uh love you. And he he really is perfectly cast for this. You need somebody that immediately you're going to see and start being like, yeah, what's a, this guy He's got to? this great gravitas where you're like, yeah, exactly. Where you're like, mm, I want to I want to climb inside your yeah, brain what, and what hear what's happening in there. It can't be good. Uh, um, but yeah, I think it's well written, well performed, definitely well directed. Um, I'm super intrigued to see where it will go. My only thing that holds me back is like only one season. Like I was reading a little bit more about it and said, Sean Cassidy said originally it was planned to be five seasons. So, you know, they're not going to be wrapping anything up at the end of season one. Yeah. So that's going to be a bummer, but I think it, uh, I think it would be worth watching. I guess this will be, would you watch another episode? Morgan, would you watch another episode? Absolutely. Uh, speaking the aforementioned loss. Uh-huh. Um, this piqued my interest way more than uh-huh. those first two. I mean, I guess it's just the one pilot, but the two episodes we watched. Yeah. No, I think I there's I love the intrigue. I love yeah, I, the, all the characters. You could see moments where it would be totally overacted, and everything felt really grounded in this world. And, and um, a good, good mix of characters. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. We got the DVD set, so I'm down to pop in another episode right now. Actually, yeah, I would totally. I, I plan on watching this, so maybe who knows? Maybe this will be our first up, uh, first show that we do another episode later where and we, we can revisit we, where we finished where we finished the whole show, and we can be like, this is what we thought of the whole show. We'll see. Um, there are 22 episodes. It's a lot of episodes. Oh, that's not bad. But yeah, I I definitely want to keep watching the show. It's very good. I highly recommend people check it out. I don't know if you can watch it anywhere other than on dvd but it's i got it for like six dollars on dvd it's super cheap jeremy do some research um just buy the dvd it's six dollars it's gonna be cheaper than streaming it anyway let's see what else we do on this show Uh, is there a potential for reboot i think absolutely and i could see something i could see netflix throwing a shit ton of money because that's one thing that i would say i'd like to see this a little bit darker which you can't do on abc um, but I think on a streaming platform like, uh, ooh, maybe even if HBO did it, I'd like to see how gritty and dark it could be. Yeah. I mean, that might be reaching. I don't know if HBO is going to pick it up, but. Uh, from a hobo's, uh, come at me. Let's talk. <laughs> is that the people that work at mm-hmm. HBO? They knew. Um, yeah, I definitely think you could do a reboot of this. Uh or even just do, yeah, like a Netflix returning season or yeah. whatever, how they sometimes pick up old shows and, and bring it back. Um, that would be cool. But you could just start fresh since it was only one season. Mm-hmm. But the potential for a show is definitely there. I'm def- I am I want to know what happens in the whole rest of the season. Is, does Roswell have a body snatchers? No, it's they. Roswell is interesting because the main characters are the aliens. Okay. It's a teen. Is it's a there teen drama, any other show where they're body snatchers? <sighs> As a TV people? show, not not that I can think of, not off the top mm-hmm. of my head. It is a good idea for a TV yeah. show, though. 
It, it also seems like it's going to be what I was talking about, where we know certain characters are aliens, mm-hmm. um, which is also a cool idea. That it's not necessarily just like we're – there will probably be some who's an alien who's not an alien, but also we'll get a little bit of the, oh, what are the aliens doing to conspire against the humans? So we kind of get like a little bit of both sides maybe. Yeah, especially with uh, Muriel being a mother to two children. I'm, yeah. I'm really interested to see where that carries out. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty good concept. They should remake this because I can't think of anything else like it. Cool. We should uh, reboot it. Let's definitely. Do it. Me and you. We're Let's gonna do, do this? this right now. All right. We're gonna we're gonna leave this whole episode and we're just gonna do our yeah. own version of invasion. Uh, scratch it. Um. I think maybe they could have picked a better name. Invasion does give you the idea of what the show is gonna be about, but it's a little bland, right? Yeah. I mean, it just makes me think. It's an ABC show, so I feel like if. I feel like normally they do things right on, on the head. Just on the nose, like Lost? Lost. <laughs> um, I was reading a little bit of the trivia, and Tyler Labine threw out there that he believes that this was uh, shut down by ABC strictly because they weren't they didn't like the show. Like, he says, like, hey, the show was, was loved by people, it was loved by critics, like, this should have kept going, but for some reason somebody had something up their butt at ABC that was like, nah, we, we don't like, we don't want to keep the show going. ABC, a bunch of... Cruddy. <laughs> um, uh, what do we do now, Rex? Uh, yeah, let's do some Rex. This is, uh, cut the shit. Cut, 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 cut the shit. What do you got? What do you got this week? Um, uh, you know what I'm going to recommend? Invasion um, of the Body Snatchers. Yes. 1978. No. Uh, I'm going to need your help on this. It yeah. is not going to be alien really, uh, related. That's fine. Uh, we watched a movie last week that I absolutely enjoyed. Oh, yeah. And I want more people to watch it so we can talk about it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, called Intruder from 1989. It's fantastic. It is the best slasher film I've ever seen in my life. Wow. It is so much fun, which doesn't say much because I haven't seen many. But this movie, it, it's it, it's everything that you want it to be. There is gore. There is over-the-top uh, performances. There are grounded performances. Uh, the stakes are high. It's a, con- it's a one-location confined. Uh, What's the location? A grocery store. It all takes place in a grocery store. And what's in grocery stores? Um, I don't know. They got a deli department. They got a butchery. They got all kinds of crazy shit that you can murder people with. Yeah, it's a really fun location and is clearly uh, written by somebody that worked in a supermarket and just kept looking around and being like, that would kill somebody. That would kill somebody. <laughs> that would definitely kill somebody. Uh, it's a blast. I highly recommend. It's also, it's directed by uh, Scott Spiegel who is one of Sam Raimi's uh, buddies. So we got Sam, we got Teddy, and then who did we get? And also a little, a little cameo a little of Bruce Campbell at the very end. Um, but Sam Raimi has a fairly sizable role, mm-hmm. and Ted Raimi has a memorable but smaller role. Very common. Uh, also, one of the main characters is Renee Estevez, sister to Charlie Sheen and, of course, Emilio Estevez. Mm-hmm. And it is a super fun movie, and I think really, really well-directed. Yeah, it's, no, it's fantastic. There's so many shots in that movie where you, you know that this is a low-budget movie, but it's done with such finesse that you you begin to forget that you're watching something low-budget. Yeah, I mean, he's it's definitely biting talented. some Sam Raimi style. He's got a lot of extreme camera angles and the camera, like, flying through the air or being part of the, uh, bas- the 
what, yeah, the baskets. shopping baskets. There's also a really cool shot that's the POV of the phone, which, oh, is, yeah, yeah. which is really cool. It's a lot of like extreme camera angles and stuff, but it's it's, it's really cool. Yeah, I would also super recommend that movie. It uh, has a great Blu-ray, re- Blu-ray release from Synapse. I highly recommend picking that one up. If it's not out of print, you should definitely get it. It looks great. Is that your... That's my rec. That's going to do it for that. Hashtag Finn. Okay, well... My recommendation is going to be uh, a movie that we also watched together, but a while ago. It's called Dark Skies, starring uh, Carrie Russell and uh, Josh Hamilton. And who else is in it? J.K. Simmons is in it. J.K. Simmons. Um, It's the guy who directed Legion and uh, some other movie with Paul Bettany. I forget. A bunch of other stuff that's like really bad. But uh, this movie, for some reason, is great. It's an alien invasion movie, and it's it's kind of like this, where we start f- suspecting different people might be possessed by aliens or something, right? Yeah. I'm trying to, it's been a while since I watched it, I'm trying to remember. Uh, but Carrie well, Russell it is seems to be, super awesome in it, speaking of the Americans. It, it, it's the, the, the invasion aspect is very pinpointed. It's not a mass invasion. It's just targeting like certain families. people. Yeah, that are susceptible to these people. Uh, alien beings for some reason but it's like genuinely scary it's right it's super disturbing we've watched it twice and both times i was like this movie is so underrated it's really really good uh i, I don't know if people didn't like it or if people just didn't watch it i don't know yeah like, it's pretty and it good. probably wasn't marked i don't remember trailers for it but i can imagine it not being marketed well yeah but I mean, it really taps into it taps more into the f- like feeling like y- your family is in distress, but no one will help you out and no one's going to believe you. And it's just, there's nothing, nowhere for you to go or nowhere to hide. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got a 6.3 on IMDb. That's low. It's, it's really People are good. dumb. This People, is a I think good it, movie. And it's because it's done so subtly. It's not like we're not getting jumping out aliens. You don't, I don't yeah, think you see them. Pro- I think you do. I think you might see them a little bit, but. You see the effects of them being around yeah, more than anything else. It's very subtle. Very like what you don't see is what's scary kind yeah. of deal. Um, so if you like like a good sophisticated horror movie, that's not going to be things jumping out. Not going to be, it's not violent. It's PG-13. Um, so if you're just wanting like a, a more like psychological, crazy, a weird, uh, alien horror movie, definitely watch Dark Skies. It's, it's really good. I highly recommend that one. Uh, so yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week. Any plugs? Have you been listening to anything lately? Um, I don't have any plugs today. No plugs. I know. I'm sorry, guys. That's Okay. Um, I've, I don't think I listened to any new podcasts this week, but I'll still throw out, um, some of our pod friends with movies with the misses and I never saw that both great. Hopefully collaborating with, I never saw that next week. Um, hopefully that works out. Uh, yeah. So for this podcast, I have been Mike and you were train. I was a train. (laughs) What's your name? I remember when I was. Let's a finish this. Drink. We're so close to being done. I was going down the South Pacific Railroad. I have to edit this, and I want this to be a short episode. <laughs> the year was 1970, and that was Morgan. And this is the end of the podcast. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye.